what are you aware of? Are you aware? As I begin to speak, you know, just noticing if, just noticing how it is, aware of body, mind, hearing, mood, emotion, a sense of, <clears throat> which often happens to me, oh, now they're going to speak and something relaxes and I'm sort of like semi-aware, but waiting for the entertainment. Um, and they say, well, that isn't entertaining. I better go back to my own awareness. But we never leave our own awareness, that's the thing. So I'm going to speak a bit, as you no doubt expected. But please don't let that be some kind of break in awareness. Let awareness notice whatever is naturally occurring. If you miss some of my words, probably, really likely, it won't make any difference in your life. If you hear them all, it might not make any difference either. So just being with whatever occurs. Loving awareness. More than needing something special to happen or stop happening. Anyway, what I wanted to speak about occurred in my mind last night. One of my favorite uh, things that Nyosho Ken Rinpoche wrote many years ago. I've always loved it. He says, I didn't get it right. The main purpose of these Dharma teachings is to recognize the nature of the non-deluded mind, as well as to discover how the deluded mind works. I love that. Recognize the nature of the non-deluded, not create it, not create some amazing condition so finally we can get to a place where the non-deluded mind is sitting waiting for us, but just to recognize again and again, as well as to discover how the deluded mind works, discover to me, that brings in that quality we've been talking about in wise attitude of interest, investigation, allowing the mindful awareness to collect the data when the deluded mind is functioning on the rare occasions that it shows up, rather than running and hiding and assuming we fail. So that's the little slice of well, first, I want to say in terms of, you know, Shokempo is saying the main purpose of these Dharma teachings, of our Dharma practice. I'm sure you know this, but just to highlight, we're not talking about only this meditation practice. We're not even talking about this way of being within recognizing awareness. Dharma practice for recognizing the non-deluded mind, trusting it, having faith in it having confidence, that means our Dharma practice is our whole life. And what we're doing here, cultivating to recognize awareness that's available in our whole life, really important. But the Buddha, of course, Dana Sila Bhavana, generosity, morality, and mental cultivation, our whole life. I just, just want to highlight that. But now I'm talking about the slice of life of our practice here. So the sense of our recognizing and trusting the availability of awareness as soon as we think about it. And after a while, we don't have to think about it. It's arising, it's recognized naturally as it gets momentum. Talk about that slice. And this aspect of getting more and more familiar with tuning into like a wise attitude or what's the quality in the mind that's aware, right? I mean, we've been talking about wise attitude the whole time. But the more and more that that becomes intrinsic, so much a part of recognizing awareness that the attitude in the mind, in the consciousness is more and more obvious. This is the place I want to, this little slice I want to, to speak to this morning of where we're really recognizing more and more moments of non-deluded mind, awareness of the non-deluded mind, 
and moments when there's awareness and the deluded aspect, the kalesis, right? The deluded mind is basically mind that in that moment is influenced by greed, hatred, delusion, delusion often manifesting a sense of me. When that's arising, not recognized in awareness and is influencing perception and feeling tone and thought and action and views which is all too often how we're functioning in the world from the perception based on uh, there's awareness, but the awareness influenced by greed, by aversion, by views. That's how we think about the world. That's how we act. This awareness though, and recognizing the awareness, recognizing the quality in the mind when it's deluded, that's an avenue in to freedom from that. So first, recognizing, recognizing the non-deluded mind. Something that Andrea gave some examples of yesterday afternoon, just in a, in a little way. I'm not talking about let's go looking for the big explosion of nirvana. That's nice, but we're talking about moment to moment awareness of what's arising in the mind. And there are moments of presence of mind that are not kalesa ridden. I'm using kalesa because I don't really like the word defilement. Kalesa meaning greed, hatred, confusion, sense of self, unrecognized. There's moments when tuning in to the attitude in the mind that's aware, you might notice it's, you're not really noticing greed or hatred. It doesn't feel like me a lot. There's maybe stability. Maybe calm, maybe interest, maybe compassion, maybe just, ah, it's like this now, equanimity. You don't have to make a big deal, but noticing, awareness noticing, oh yeah, that's a moment of non-deluded mind. And just as we, hopefully, we're all getting more and more at ease with the naturalness, the non excited flashiness of awareness, getting a sense of that, you know, it's not some special thing. It's, oh yeah, so normal we overlook it in our life. We get sucked into reacting to whatever's happening and just overlook awareness, hence our practice together. Often moments of non-deluded mind can be similar. We're looking for oneness, we're looking for the sense of love and it's just like this, it's like this now. This peace of space, just lack of reactivity. Noticing those moments you don't go clinging them, clinging might come and then that moment's gone and clinging's here. Fine, next moment. But just I want to point that out. And okay, stay with that. And then discovering how the deluded mind works. Now, I would say I'm not a mathematician or a statistician. I would say at least 50% of our practice, really I want to say 92%, but I'll stick with 50% of our practice is discovering how the deluded mind works. Have you noticed anything about that during these few days? Yes, no, nothing. Have you noticed a moment of deluded mind arising? <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> this is what's so cool, what we've been saying about awareness and awareness, recognizing what's the quality, what's the attitude in the mind that's aware. Because as we've said, but we need to keep learning to trust this. When there's greed arising, some kind of aversion, hatred, fear, a delusion, which there's delusion under greed and, and aversion also, but the delusion say of a view is supposed to be like this. And it's not, you know, and we're really suffering and we don't catch that view, that attachment to that view. Or anytime there's sense of me, sense of self, me or mine. When that's arising in the in the awareness and we don't recognize it, awareness doesn't recognize it, that's when it colors the perception and then we speak and act and wonder why is everything <laughs> so out of sync? 
Have you ever noticed you're saying you're doing something, you think it should go like this and it goes like that? Because what we're perceiving and what we're thinking is completely out of sync with reality. This is how the kalesas completely <laughs> distort our perception, our views, our thoughts. This is, folks, what we're living with. And so just kind of hoping if we practice enough, it'll go away. Well, it hasn't worked yet for me. If it's worked for any of you, type in a little note in the questions we'd like to know. I just hope if I do this enough, it'll go away. But what Sayadu Tejaniya talks about a lot, not only he, but I've learned so much from the way he talks about it, is this encouragement as we keep on tuning into the attitude in the mind again and again, it becomes, as soon as there's awareness, it becomes second nature. And not just on retreat, but in our life. So you can't help but notice when there's wanting, when there's that wanting, when there's some kind of resistance, aversion, and it doesn't have to be so big it's rage, we tend not to miss that. But just the kind of, I don't want to do this now. Uh, this isn't supposed to be happening. Oh, the greed is so strong. And oh me, I failed. Here's the sense of Carol again, believing it. So our habit, or maybe some of our habits, maybe, maybe you've transcended this habit. May it be so. The habit is we see this, and sometimes as awareness is strong and you're noticing the greed, the aversion, the sense of self, awareness just keeps on noticing it. So as we've said, that kalesa simply becomes the next arising object. Perfectly fine object to help us re-recognize awareness. No problem. And sometimes just the awareness of noticing the greed, the aversion, the sense of me, awareness itself, when it's not distorted by that, is not feeding the kalesa. It's just letting it live its life in the light of awareness. So often, if the kalesa is not so strong and awareness isn't identified then, the kalesa may go away. Awareness doesn't make the kalesa go away. Sometimes we think, and this is something, you know, I'm being mindful, but the greed is still here. What am I doing wrong? Have you ever had that thought? I'm being mindful of this pain in my knee, and I recognize the awareness, but it, I still hate it. I'm not being mindful in the right way because we're imputing to awareness something it doesn't have. The title of one of Sayadaw's books is Awareness Alone is Not Enough. Because it's not awareness that liberates. It's not awareness that releases the attachment. It's wisdom. Wisdom's a quality that arises in the heart and mind. But the steadiness of awareness, bringing in the data of how the greed's working, how the aversion's working, this steady awareness is the condition that allows wisdom to come in and arise. So have you ever had a time? Let's pick greed. For me, greed's easier to see than, well, not easier to see. It's easier to watch somehow. Unless I don't get caught in it. But some I can watch it easier. Or sense of self, you watch it for a while and then boom, you're really caught. You can, can really watch greed. I really want this. And there's times it goes. Other times, the greed is really strong. Awareness is watching. But have you ever seen that somehow the greed gets stronger? You can tell it's taken over. I'm about to go with this. So it's sort of like for the habit can be to shut the awareness down. Well, the awareness wasn't strong enough. It didn't get rid of the greed. I'm going to follow it. So we stop being aware. The greed doesn't want awareness there. Sort of like Alexis was talking about when he got in an argument with his partner and you can see the aversion or the delusion or the wanting to win takes over. So I don't want to be aware. I want to go with the kalesa, right? Kalesas like have a life of their own. A moment of greed feeds the next moment of greed. A moment of aversion feeds the next moment of aversion. Delusion, of course. Same with awareness, with sati. So a moment of sati of awareness feeds the next, the next, the next. And so it's really important when we become aware that the kalesa has gotten stronger, not to check out the awareness, think, well, I, it didn't stop it, so no good. There's awareness, but it's, the wisdom's not there yet. The wisdom isn't strong. When the wisdom gets really strong, that's the moment where you, the mind will go. It's not you. It's not an act of will. 
It's the different from saying, okay, I'm not gonna go get this. I'm not gonna go get, and the greed's still there, but you're holding yourself back. Fine, that's restraint. And you can be watching the greed, but the greed's still arising, right? But there's a moment we go, the greed, something in the mind, you know, I don't need this. And the greed dissipates. Have you had a moment like that ever? Yeah. Aversion too, you're getting so many go, wait a minute, maybe I'm not seeing this right. Yeah, aversion dissipates. That's wisdom doing its job. It's not personal will. And awareness, the steady awareness brings along wholesome qualities, the interest, the energy to stay with it, the stability of mind to stay with it, the confidence, the faith to stay with it, and then the wisdom arises. Ah, this greed isn't really making me happy. It stops. It doesn't feel like a willful, forceful action because you're not doing it. It's wisdom doing it. So what sets up this is the willingness when the sense of self is really strong. Don't think, oh, a failed sense of self is taking over. Another arising experience. Bring, this is what Sayadaw Tejaniya says that's helped me so much. Bring awareness along with you while the mind and body is acting out of Kalesa. Bring the awareness along. We don't like to. Why? Because it feels lousy. We don't like how it feels. So let's just pretend it's not happening and turn off the awareness. This is called delusion. It does not work in any terms of purifying the heart mind. Bring along the awareness. As Tejani is always saying, watch how greed does its job. I love that. Let's learn how sense of self does its job. Learn how aversion resistance does its job. Because that's just nature. The nature of the Kalesa, that's Dhamma too. Kalesas are a Dhamma too. Any arising phenomena is the Dhamma. It's part of nature. So we can't just turn away from it and hope well, that's a bad part of nature, it'll go away. We can see the effects of that in the world in so many ways. Bring awareness along. And this is where the confidence in awareness, the trust in the Dhamma is really what feeds our heart and mind because sometimes it's a little thing, clinging and wanting to go you know, eat something I shouldn't eat. I can be with that. Sometimes it's a big thing where it's really painful to watch my stupid personality really identify with itself and go down that road again. Can I bring awareness along? Awareness is okay to feel the unpleasant. As we know this intellectually, but I keep finding it slipping in the back of my mind. Oh, I, I want to go to the pleasant. Oh, this can't be worth being because it's unpleasant. Something's wrong. This experience moment is unpleasant. Say, hello, Vedna, pleasant, unpleasant, neutral, constantly changing every instant. You think if you keep getting more aware, the unpleasant and the neutral go away and you only get pleasant? Somehow it's back in there. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But awareness, that's okay. The pleasant, unpleasant, neutral. This is what we're learning to recognize and trust. And that's the refuge in awareness rather than the refuge in object. So the wholesome qualities that steady awareness and our trusting it brings along, the first of these is sada, faith, confidence in awareness itself, in our practice, in as Upadita said to me, awareness you can be with anything, just confidence. And that gives us the, the energy, just the willingness to hang with it, just for this next instant. Who knows how long it's going to last? And it's possible the place it gets stronger than awareness and you can't be there, it's too hard. And I'll say a little about that at the end, if I remember. Um, and then there's the mindfulness, of course. And all of this together, the steps brings the stability, the samadhi, and these together is, allows the wisdom to arise. Five, spiritual faculties, all coming naturally with our steady awareness. And so this grows and grows. We start to see and learn how the Kalesas do their job. Discover how the deluded mind works. It's really helpful to see. So when I start to notice aversion arising, hopefully I start to notice when it's arising, not half an hour into it. Not afraid of it. Not thinking, oh God, I failed again. Here's a version. That's the nature. 
given these set of conditions, aversion arises. That's just the nature. But as soon as there's a thought of awareness, awareness also is present. Can watch that without, without engaging in it. It's feeling it fully. It's not at a distance. But awareness is an averse. Watch how it, wisdom comes in. It doesn't last nearly as long. And more and more, awareness is just understanding the nature of this life of mind and body. Recognizing how the non-deluded mind is. Discovering how the deluded mind works. Awareness equally available. Always accessible. The refuge in awareness, the love of awareness rather than the attachment to what's occurring is really the, like Ajahn Sumedha often talks about, awareness as a doorway to freedom. So not make it some big hoofalo just right now. Awareness and more and more getting a feeling for the attitude in the mind, not wanting it to be a certain way. Oh, it's like this now. It's like this now. Not leaning into wanting it different, not expecting how it should be, just this total, ah, it's like this now. So let's just sit quietly together for some time as it's like this now.
<clears throat> so may this wholesome, beneficial energy that is created through our sincere practice together and alone, through each of our <clears throat> personal dedication to wisdom and compassion, to recognizing and living from goodness, our natural goodness. May these beneficial, wholesome energies spread out and be shared with all beings in all realms in this universe, as well as this world. May the wholesome energies of our practice be not for ourselves alone, although may it support our awakening from confusion. May it also support the awakening from confusion of all beings. Really knowing we're not practicing for ourselves alone can be a source of strengthening faith and confidence, <clears throat> willingness to meet whatever arises with awareness and interest and friendliness. May all beings be free from suffering. May all beings know happiness and the causes of happiness. May all beings live with wisdom and compassion. For me personally, it's nice <clears throat> to sit together with all of us, you know, after days of just sitting alone at home. It's nice. Thank you all for your presence. The one comment I wanted to make, I did remember, which in itself is amazing. Um, in terms of, and we've talked about this before, I just wanted to remind us it, it's a skillful means skillful means thing. Times when you're rested, your aware, awareness, the attitude in the mind is interest, but the object is really one of the kalesas, strong rage or shame or greed or total personality view, identification, whatever it is. And, you know, you recognize there's awareness and the willingness to be with. It feels like you're really being aware in a very clear way, but the difficulty of the object is just getting stronger and stronger. I mean, that's out of our control. So in a way you could say that the energy of the object, the, the wanting, the fear, whatever, is stronger at that moment than the energy of the awareness, <clears throat> even with your sincere intention. And you can recognize it just because you can feel like it's like, I would say getting out of control, of course, it was never in control, but you feel like it's, the more you pay attention, the worse it gets. Not just unpleasant, but the awareness is just getting too shaky. So at that point, this is really very important, remembering that our um, intention here is not to fix the object, get to the end of that object, see it off, you know, it's not to note it off, as is sometimes said in the Mahasi system. Our Commitment is to keep on remembering to recognize balanced awareness, to keep refreshing the awareness. So when the object's too much, this skillful means is to really consciously shift your awareness to some obvious and more neutral experience that's happening right now. It could be anything. 
It could be some sensation in the body or your fingers touching or hearing or seeing. You're still, you're not abandoning awareness. You're shifting to an object that's more neutral and then you can refresh, re-recognize what awareness with wise attitude feels like. You know, like, oh yeah, right. It may take a few moments, you know, because the, the other moments are still having an influence. Let's say, what's good feeling my finger? I'm lost in fear, but just keep on bringing the awareness, awareness, awareness to something neutral. And then you'll start to recognize balanced awareness again, refresh the awareness. And do this a lot, you know? It's sort of what Sad I would do when he would stick that, you know, inhaler thing in his nose. You know, sometimes it takes something strong, but it's just to refresh the awareness. It's not running away. Running is away when we just shut down awareness altogether, which sometimes that's what we got to do. And then awareness will come back, whether we want it to or not, and here it is again. We can't really run away, and that's a wonderful thing. But anyway, so I just wanted to put that out as a skillful means. And please don't feel like, you know, it's a failure if you use it. It's a, it's a success because you're really seeing that your commitment is to refreshing and re-recognizing balanced awareness, no matter what's happening. Right? Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.